This podcast is brought to you in part by The Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Welcome to another episode of the New England Society of Geeks podcast. I am your host, Derek, and this is going to be another edition of the, the Review, Review Roundup. And uh, in this episode, I have uh, two things I want to review. Uh, one that came out kind of recently, and one that's been out for a little while, but I finally caught up on it. So... The first thing I'm going to review is the Peacock series, Brave New World. Now, we'll start off by saying that the Peacock streaming service is not one I really expected much from, I'll be honest with you. It does have a lot of good old shows and everything, but I wasn't really expecting much as far as uh, original programming goes. Um, but then I heard about Brave New World, which, of course, is based on the 1931, um, dystopian novel, uh, written by Aldous Huxley, and, uh, and so I thought I'd check it out and see how it is. So, the basic plot of the show is, according to IMDb, In a utopia whose perfection hinges upon control of monogamy and privacy, members of the collective begin to question the rules, putting their regimented society on a collision course with forbidden love and revolution. Now, I, I know, I know the the book Brave New World I know of it and I know it's it's basic story and everything but uh I have never actually read it myself and uh now I think maybe I should go back and read it um but still I was interested to see what uh what they would do with it for this series and so I watched it and uh well uh, first of all, let me point out a couple of the cast members. Uh, it does star Alden Ehrenreich, who uh, <laughs> I've had trouble with his name ever since. He was in Solo, a Star Wars story, but I liked him in Solo, so I was I was kind of uh, interested to see him in this story, which I guess I didn't realize this has been his first acting gig since Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, it also stars Jessica Brown Finley, uh, Harry Lloyd, uh, and a host of others, including uh, 
a few episodes that star Demi Moore, who I didn't even recognize at first. Um, yeah, so it's a pretty good cast overall, I have to say. And it's a good story. It's a great story. Um, again, having never read the book, I can't really compare it to the actual book. But uh, uh, so looking at it from the angle of that, I have to say, overall, uh, I rather enjoyed it. I think maybe, I don't know, in this case, maybe it's good that I didn't read the book. Because that can always be tricky. You know how it is. But anyway, um, I really enjoyed this story. It was nine episodes. Um, it it did come to an end, but it, it had kind of an open, open ending that could allow for some sequels or other seasons if they decide to go that route. And uh yeah, it was it was a it was a good story. It was a good they built a a good world there. They did a they did a good job with the world building and everything. And um they kind of uh they kind of introduced the world at a pace that that made sense and everything. Um so overall I really, I I really liked it. Um, as far as negatives go, well, I uh, I don't know if I really have anything too negative to say about it. Um, maybe maybe it might have started a little slow, but but not too bad, I don't think. And um, I enjoyed the characters and the themes in the store in the show. Uh, and I I I was very happy with how they handled everything. So, given all of that, uh, I would have to definitely recommend the show to, uh, particularly to anyone like me who wasn't expecting much out of uh, the Peacock stream service. I think it, I think it's definitely worth checking out. And uh, with that being said, I am going to go ahead and give Brave New World the first season possibly um we'll see if more comes out of it but uh i give the first nine episodes uh i will go with an eight overall very good very very good story good and uh very enjoyable um perhaps a little slow at times but yeah overall i'd say a good solid eight all right excellent so the uh, next thing I have for a review is uh, a Netflix show, Netflix series, um, and it actually has two seasons out, and there is definitely another one on the way. And so I watched the first two seasons. I've heard good things about the show. And that show is called Afterlife. And of course, it was written and directed and stars Ricky Gervais, which... Uh, depending on how you feel about Ricky Gervais, could affect how you feel about the show, but I think that would be a mistake. I happen to love Ricky Gervais, so of course I was drawn to the show. Um, but, you know, I understand there may be some people who are not a fan of Ricky Gervais. That's fine. I still say check out the show because it's not... It's probably not what you are expecting. 
And in the show, Ricky Gervais plays a man named Tony who works at a local paper in England and who the show starts off um, a couple of months after his wife has died from cancer. And so because of that, he's very depressed um, and uh, has thoughts of suicide and everything. And uh, he says that the only thing that really stopped him from committing suicide is the fact that he has to take care of his dog. Uh, beautiful dog, by the way. And uh, as the show goes on, you get to learn more about Tony and, of course, his relationship with his with his wife, and um, also about the characters around him, including his coworkers in at the paper, um, also including his brother in law who runs the paper, uh, and. Also, there are some other interesting characters along the way as well, including uh, Tony's postman, um, in an, any who who he starts off being really annoyed by, but uh, they end up forming a relationship, and uh, he ends up forming some other interesting relationship in relationships, including one with a widow. An, an older woman that he meets at the cemetery while visiting his wife. And she, of course, vis- is visiting her father, um, her husband, excuse me. And there's also a caretaker at the nursing home where Tony's father is that he kind of starts a relationship with, that, which ends up being very complicated and very interesting. Um, there's, there's an interesting relationship he he strikes up with a uh a prostitute who prefers to be called a sex worker who uh ends up being a very interesting character on her own and uh yeah so the show the show is a lot about tony's interactions with these different characters and that's kind of what makes the show that's kind of the heart of the show and what makes it what makes it so good um yeah there's yeah the show really hooked me and it it I definitely it definitely got to my emotions which is a good thing. Um I really cared about Tony and, and the other characters and what happened to them and uh yeah it just it just really gets you which is definitely definitely a sign of a good show. Definitely definitely sound like Rain Man there. Sorry. Um if I had if I had to give it a couple of negatives, uh, I won't really say negatives per se. These may be more nitpickies or something. Well, I will say there is a character. I want to say her name is Sandy. Is that right? Anyway, um, she kind of comes in into the show as a new somebody new working at the paper and it seems like there's going to be something big going on or like it seems like there's a big reason why she's there but yeah sandy's her name um played by mandeep dylan um but ultimately i don't know she just kind of falls into the background a bit and she has moments in the show but it seemed like it seemed like at first they were setting her up for something but uh I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't know. They haven't really done much with her. Um, 
And the only the only other thing that might be kind of well, the show the show can be a little depressing at times. Um it can be heavy and 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 a bit it has some good comedic moments, but it also has some very heavy emotional moments. So just just be aware of that going in to the show. Um and just and just know that it's it's definitely gonna get to your emotions at some points. And uh as long as you keep that in mind, uh I think you'll be okay. Uh so I forgot to mention, but of course the show stars Ricky Gervais as, as Tony. Uh it show it also stars uh Tom Beston as his brother in law Matt. Uh stars Tony Way, Diane Morgan, uh David Bradley as Tony's father. Um so the cast is very good if you know any of those actors. So <clears throat> there you go. Um so with Afterlife, I personally it 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 definitely got to me. Uh it definitely it dug in its claws pretty deep. So uh for those reasons, I'm going to give the show a nine. There you go. Afterlife gets a nine. Uh and Brave New World an eight. So pretty good shows overall. I'm definitely glad I watched both of them. And hopefully uh you will check them out and enjoy them as well. And uh I guess that will be it for this edition of the review roundup. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, you know, until next time. Be excellent to each other. Good night, everybody. Party on, dudes! To contact the New England Society of Geeks, you can email us at nesogpod at gmail.com. That's n-e-s-o-g-pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at nesogpodcast. That's n-e-s-o-g-podcast. Find us on Facebook on our New England Society of Geeks podcast page. Follow us on Instagram at NESOGPOD. That's N-E-S-O-G pod. Finally, if you could find it in your hearts, we would appreciate it if you could give us a rating or possibly a review on wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you and good night. Well, hello again, and welcome to the end of the episode. Thank you for sticking with us for this long. And as a little treat for you, for hanging out to the end, I have a little fun fact for you. From the Mental Floss article, 135 Amazing Facts for People Who Like Amazing Facts, by Alvin Ward. Here is our fun fact for today. In 1974, which just happens to be my birth year, in case you were wondering, which I know you weren't, (laughs) uh, the Journal of Applied Behavior Analysis published a paper titled The Unsuccessful Self-Treatment of a Case of Writer's Block. 
And uh, the book contained, uh, excuse me, the paper contained a total of zero words. Well, isn't that cute? All right, that's your fun fact for this episode. Uh, Tune in next time for more fun and more fun facts. Good night, everybody.